0: Hello everyone and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thanks Oh I'm not sick but I'm not well and I'm so high cuz I'm in hell <laughs> Yes. <laughs> paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming <laughs> to, to get, get me. me. I told a- <laughs> them all I was crazy. <laughs> what was the next line? I don't
1: remember. I don't know. It sounds like the next one I think is, they cut off my legs now. <laughs> I'm an amputee, amputee
0: God goddamn you. you. There's also, if you're bored, then you're boring, which I always quite Ooh, enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, that was a good one. I. Uh, that's a good one. Who, who sings that? Is Blind Melon the name of a band? <sighs> yeah, it is, actually. Okay. And is that this band, maybe? I'm it not sure. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, That one is... I don't even think – I think that might be earlier than my generation even. Uh, I think it's early 90s. Is it early 90s? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I sing that one a lot at work when I'm burnt out. I'm not <laughs> sick, but I'm not well. well. <laughs> yeah, I can get that. Sure, sure. So that is why I picked it for this episode because this is our third episode on burnout today, guys. Can yeah. you tell we had a lot to say about that? As you guys might remember – we are
1: still learning about each other on this podcast, so sometimes we like to share little stories that the other co-host might not know, or just a general what's good. So, Sunny, what is your what's
0: good for today? All right, my first one, I've got a couple. Yes. My first it. one is that I'm re-watching the Twilight series, and I was telling you this is nice. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yes, yeah. That is a not healthy relationship. Is well, just no what- <laughs> shit. I just realized that this was kind of like the the romance of our time, our younger time. Sure. And I remember reading it and thinking, wow, so romantic. No, he's so controlling. And now I'm – yes, I'm literally – I'm a therapist now and I'm watching this and I am so <laughs> I still concerned. I not dig it though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I'll watch it for the nostalgia. Vampires, werewolves. I mean, come on. Come at me. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm going full nostalgia. But also – Okay, first of all, Bella Swan is not well. She oh, is my God, no. She is not okay. No, to
1: get that attached that quick and then to have that much of a breakdown, yes. like, I'm sorry.
0: There are some serious codependency features going on with yeah. Miss Swan. Like, yeah. some very... Kill she, me now! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> She's trying to get married at 18. Yeah. She's trying to become an immortal at 18. I mean... And then the the lady who is supposed to be the bitchy one, the bitchy vampire, Rosalie. Oh, yeah. Who votes no. Rosalie. Rosalie yeah, 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 yeah. Who votes no on her becoming an immortal and says, I wish somebody would have voted no for me. And then they portray her like she's the asshole. Right. She's the only one who seems to know what's going on around here. She's like, oh, well, you know, after you become a vampire, you're, everything changes. Everybody you know dies and... You know, you can't have kids, and here's all these diff- different things yeah. that are drawbacks. Maybe just think about it and consider and wait a couple years. Right?
1: She tried to be rational, and they're like, "How dare
0: you?" Yeah. And yes. Yeah, <laughs> so rewatching it, I'm after the one. I, I think I'm on the. F- fourth one now the first part of the fourth one yeah the first part of the fourth one part one okay number four when when she gets pregnant and they are like what and then rosalie's like okay i'm totally on game now (laughs) (laughs) because you're gonna have a baby yes this is a very disturbing set of movies i just have to say but i'm gonna watch them all the way through like i am gonna watch every minute of them like i i like the books were better
1: yeah that was the first book series that i actually legitimately could like read Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like the, That like, is awesome. Don't get me wrong, people. I love Harry Potter, but this, the words in that book are really hard, and yeah. I can't read in general. So, like, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, like, read them. Aww. And so, like, this one was dumbed down enough, and it had enough, like, spatty romance for my little, like, teeny self that, like, I actually
0: was able to read that book series. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me my, uh my sibling had a hard time also reading when they were growing up. And one of the things that they could read was the Captain Underpants series. I dig that. Because it was all just about toilets and poop and yeah. nonsense. And they were like, this holds my attention. And the words are easy. Yep. <laughs> However, you got to get somebody hey, involved. There you go. <laughs> yes. So I'm rewatching that. And I guess it's just what's good because I'm realizing that I've had some personal growth in yeah, how I, yeah, view. and how you view relationships yes. and
1: what's a good man and not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank God. I used to be like, Edward, you are the greatest. I was, I was team Edward all the way. Were you team? I was team Edward. I yeah. mean,
1: mostly because it that's what Bella wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, listen, if she loved you, Jacob, then I'd be team Jacob, but she right. doesn't love you.
0: Yeah. So it's not, yeah, that was kind of my thing too. It was just like, eh.
1: I mean, I like that
0: you're a werewolf and
1: yeah, you're hot
0: with your shirt off, but. They had a lot of, it, both of those men had a lot of consent issues. They did not consent no. very well. Yeah, no. Yeah. They just did. Yeah. I did not like any of that. Very controlling. Anyway, so now I'm looking back <laughs> and I'm like, okay, look at you. you have concerned. Learned. Red flags. <laughs> nice job,
1: Sunny. Really growing. That's part of why I couldn't read the oh, Fifty, 50 Shades. Shades of Grey. Absolutely I got through terrible. the first book and I couldn't, I couldn't, and I couldn't. I, know. I don't actually, I didn't know if I got to the first book. Maybe it was the first movie actually, yeah. most likely with me it was a movie yep. <laughs> <laughs> but i remember i couldn't watch the rest of them cause i'm like this is fucked up yep this is not okay in yes. any fucking way
0: yes i have the same response and now i am a sexual trauma counselor in many many uh Love. hours of my day yeah. and so It would like even even when I had unhealthy views of relationships prior to training, I was like, yo, this is a lot for even me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just felt like it was maybe too many. For sure. Yeah. Talk about control issues like that one was a whole nother level of what the fuck. Yeah. So that was my first what's good. I love it. Yeah, I tried. (laughs) Then my next what's good was that we've actually got two fan mails from... Yeah, and I wanted to just read them to you and just give you a little, uh, a taste of what we're getting. So this one is a fan mail from the old world. And sorry, fan mail from the old world. We had... Uh, been a little bit, and by we, I mean me, had <laughs> been <laughs> lax on checking the email and getting back to you. So we did get back to you eventually, but we're going to read your email. So, hey stranger, just wanted to let you know how much we appreciate the podcast. Stumbled across it on Instagram. Can't stop listening. I know you have lots of listeners from other countries, but I wanted to let you know that I'm listening from Germany. Ooh. I listen to lots of psychology-themed podcasts in German and English. So this person is a genius, but, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're stupid. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're Genius, great. Uh, I should be sending you fan mail, very cool. And uh, let's say, and in english and even though they're interesting some of them are kind of dry i'm not sure if that be the correct english term for it but i hope you get what i mean yeah yeah so i really enjoy listening to the two of you and talking about the series of funny stuff in a very human way thanks for the time and great work my best from germany oh oh yeah. my gosh that just warmed my heart yeah that's so, so great so hey angela what's up we just wanted to give you a shout out on the podcast yeah, thank, thank you, you so so much for your uh shout out to that's us that's awesome We're, yeah we we love to hear from you and so it's nice to hear from listeners from other countries. And then I think we got one from the U.S., I think. They did not mention English as a second language, so at least it's a native English native paper, English person, I suppose. Sure. So from Allie, uh, hey, guys, new to the podcast, loving it, and a therapist myself. I wanted to share a topic that I feel very passionately about. You may have covered it, but it's media portrayal of mental health or what it's like to be a therapist. Haven't made it to those yet, but... It's media portrayal of therapists in movies and TV shows that drives me nuts. <laughs> yes. Psychiatrists are therapists. No. Therapists are always dating or sleeping with their clients. Seriously. No. That's unethical. I can't wait to hear I, you take on the topic. So I think that one of these days for Allie, we will take on the topic of what therapists actually can and cannot do. Hint, we never sleep with you guys. never. And if somebody is trying to do that, big red flag, run. Yes, yes. (laughs) Big red flag. Big red flag. So those are my two what's good I love that thank you fan mail yeah thank you guys that that's so
1: awesome yeah I I knew you had read them so (laughs) it's a little surprised (laughs) yeah (laughs) you say
0: you were bad at checking I like never freaking check email so (laughs) I did I do it now more routinely after we've gotten some fan mail so yeah now now you guys know I'm actually doing oh speaking of we do have an email yes gmail it's a shityourshrinkthings at gmail.com and then obviously we have our patreon so we are appreciating any support it's www.patreon.com forward slash shityourshrinkthings yeah and then we have all the the social medias too
1: yes so find us check us out what is your what's good this week my what's good is sort of a couple stories about me escalating things
0: (laughs) you know i love it
1: (laughs) i love it when people get turned and escalate (laughs) When I was in third grade, mm-hmm. we had a substitute PE teacher, mm-hmm. and she split the groups into boys versus girls, which, bad yep. choice in the beginning. Weird start. Bad choice. Weird start. We were, our, we were a competitive class. Mm-hmm. We were a fairly athletic class. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm recalling this incorrectly, but if I recall correctly, the boys were kind of cheating, but getting away with it.
0: Mm, yeah, it sounds right right so <laughs> i try like
1: what i try to raise the red flag and i'm like this is some bullshit mm-hmm. and me and another girl and a couple of guys and the teacher are all kind of in the center of the court arguing kind of yeah yeah <laughs> and you're I, out here for one reason Ref. what's that <laughs> to fuck us <laughs> you and didn't I, turn i end up slapping one of the boys across the face what do the five
0: fingers say in the face (laughs) yeah
1: okay okay yeah and he ended up i don't know if he was sent to the corner or if he just ran to the corner and was crying okay but he was kind of like the boy that actually had said the smack didn't get hit Mm -hmm. but the other boy that did get hit was kind of more of like the leader
0: okay (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay. I love that you were just not playing around. I was you're not playing it. around, and you're I s- I
1: smacked him, and so then I ended up getting sent to a different corner. Yeah. And standing there, and eventually I got like the one of the boys like ran by and like pushed me, and I ended up getting like a bloody nose, which they didn't like hit me in the face. Like yeah. I think I just had a dry nose and ended up bleeding. <laughs>
0: but you're gonna milk that though. You <laughs> yeah. milk
1: that. Yeah. But it was great because when our teacher came down, she told that boy like, "Well, you probably deserved
0: it." <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs> He must have been doing a lot for the teacher to be like, okay, that's it. Like, I'm really just tired of your nonsense at this point. Yeah. It must have been really heavy duty.
1: I, I Yeah. Or she just knew that I wasn't taking some shit. I don't know. But- yeah. You're not a
0: slapping type. Like, y- you would not do that unless there was like something Well, I mean, really I was serious. in third grade. So, well, I mean. Okay. Maybe you were some. <laughs> <laughs> you're like,
1: don't I've, don't. I've grown up some since <laughs> then. But, hey, you know, it, it worked. It I I feel like compared to the other girls in my class, I was not harassed like yeah. near to the level because I shown that I would get crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna get crazy eyes with you. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, there's that whole thing that I say 24 seven about don't be compliant. Yeah, non compliance is key. Uh, <laughs> because yeah, because I think people really will somebody. <laughs> Somebody will always try you to take... Yep, yeah.
1: And don't be compliant. It's like the use of force continuum that mm-hmm. they teach like police and military and prison guards, yeah. like take it to the next level and show them that you're willing to go there. Mm-hmm. There's like a quote and I have no idea who says this, but it is, you cannot truly call yourself peaceful unless you are capable of violence. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're,
0: we're going there. If
1: you're not capable of violence, then you're not peaceful. You're harmless.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's like um, you can't have courage unless you're actually afraid Afraid. yeah Yeah. and again i'm
1: not promoting violence i mean obviously we've had a whole episode where i was like Mm. that's not okay no no no. what i'm saying is if someone's trying to take advantage you have to stand up for yourself you have to take it you have to show them that i'll pull some hair like i'm gonna get crazy
0: yeah like (laughs) i think think we were literally just talking about this earlier this morning where it's like you have to do a sometimes with a people, show of force show of force yeah that's my <laughs> my one of my colleagues calls it a shot over the bow like a warning oh, shot yeah. where you just is you're, you're like listen i'm not gonna i don't play that game I, we're not gonna do this no and i'm not gonna maybe hit you the first time or i'm not gonna like with the warning shot or i'm not gonna yeah. actually like cause any harm but i'm just gonna flex i'm gonna stunt a little bit right yep. now yeah <laughs> yeah, and then it will people usually back off yeah i, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a little flex in her uh-huh. stunt. and to, in junior uh,
1: high i did it to a, a one of the more popular girls, like, I found out she was saying some shit about me and my family behind my back. And I, like, locker slammed her and was Ooh. like, listen here. <laughs> like, we can take this outside. And I was like, you can say all you want about me, but don't be talking shit Ooh. on my family. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> You're like a mom member. I'm scared. I was like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> to be fair, most of these people have grown up and become wonderful people. Like, yeah. kids
0: will be kids. Like, oh, kids yeah. are just mean. Yeah, kids are crazy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's totally fair, but yeah, right. that's. I mean, I do think again there is kind of a check yourself before you wreck yourself thing yeah. that goes on. You don't have to escalate it crazy, crazy, but no, just a little just bit. Show of, them
1: that you're not going to lay down. You're not yeah. going to be a rug.
0: Yeah, I think part of it is saying that you're not an easy target because yes, people then 100%. move on to something else. Yeah,
1: bullies want an easy target. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think that's something like I don't want to teach my kids to necessarily. Fight somebody, but yeah. if they're getting bullied, like yeah, I'm gonna tell you to hit that bully, we're gonna talk yeah. about how to hit that. Yeah. bully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I grew up in an
0: interesting situation where I think that yeah, a lot of the methods I was taught for handling bullies probably would not be um, allowed now. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> I got to take it out back. You yeah.
0: have to be off the property. <laughs> You're fine. Whatever. I, th- I think in the yeah, w- there there is a difference between growing up in a very affluent and also maybe urban environment where you have a lot of money and resources and how you handle things in that situation Mm -hmm. versus how you handle things when you don't have those resources is that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah and that's all i had to say about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow i love it i love this uh this what's good is great it's way up my alley i yeah yeah just
1: yep fun story i i like to reflect on that sometimes yeah damn like I, I went there. And I, I also – that's probably why I also wasn't very
0: popular. <laughs> <laughs> was it important to be popular? No. No. I think I don't have any concept of whether I was popular or not. I'll I don't think I was somebody. necessarily unpopular. But they knew, like, I.
1: yeah, I wasn't going to play games. I was more than willing to rat like yeah.
0: i'm not like <laughs> i'll snitch and i will be you up yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'll play both sides and i don't care at all <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> well you're it sounds like you're a little adult in a lot of ways like i don't care at all you're like a burnout 38 year old <laughs> i always said i was a grandma
1: from birth man <laughs> just knitting in the corner
0: That's- fuck off get off my grass That's awesome. Get off my lawn. So uh, what did you end up doing for outside of session practice?
1: Mine was to show gratitude. I wanted to try to find like three things a day to be thankful for. I like that. I wasn't quite as specific about like, here are my three things. Mm -hmm. But this was a really easy week for me to be thankful. Normally, my nose to the grindstone kind of work was not the week that I had. So it was easier for me to just be like, Thank you baby Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah, your ghost major. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I so, can see that. I didn't, you know, I didn't say here's my three things, but there were several times throughout the week where I expressed gratitude. And it is good. I mean, it's yeah. it's good to do that. I should do it when I'm, you know, on those harder days.
0: Mhm. It yep, yeah, it's easier to start on the easy days though, which is sure. good to get the habit going. Definitely.
1: Yeah. How was your homework?
0: My homework was good. I continue to hustle to try and start my third side hustle, my side side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going well. I have gotten several little projects completed. I've gotten insurances for it. I have gotten several documents completed for it. Legal teams reviewing it. So it's, I mean, it's in progress. Ooh. And yeah, the the side hustle is really moving along pretty nicely. And I feel good about it. I am nervous, but I'm also trying to work on... The other piece was like accepting when something is dead. Mm. <laughs> my current hustle, maybe my primary hustle is, yeah. is dying and in the death rattle stages. And I'm trying to set real behavioral markers for when am I, it kind of ties to this episode of burnout of like, when is this enough is enough? And yeah, I, I could probably keep doing something forever. That's the problem. I don't really...
1: um, Right. Like, dip your toe in the toxic pool, wipe off the toxic stuff, dip it back in, wipe it off. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's like, at what level is the money not worth it? Yep. Um, And what level are you in golden handcuffs? And then maybe set a behavioral marker for if your side-side hustle does X well, then you quit. Like, actually have a real plan or a benchmark instead of just kind of these mm, fluffy markers. But I like to keep fluffy markers because it leaves all my doors open. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I think, take a risk and spread your wings, man. Yeah. Like,
0: no matter what, I I mean, you're going to fly.
1: You're... You, Sunny, are the mountain mover. Oh, like you're gonna be good. You. Uh, you're gonna you. be good.
0: Uh, meh, meh. I know. I know. <laughs> thank you. It's, it's hard,
1: like you said, it's hard to
0: find that acceptance of like, okay, like so this this is what I'm gonna
1: do now. I'm
0: doing it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I tend to have like backup plan after backup plan after backup right. plan. So, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. It's not. But it's time to determine when a risk needs to be taken. So I'm yeah. still working on my side side hustle, and
1: it's I'm going getting well though.
0: Yeah, and it's going well, and I'm getting more tolerant of the risks that I'm going to have to take to, to do it. So, yeah, I'd say homework went well. Yeah, round of
1: applause. Thank you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> so back to our episode on burnout. This is part three. In our first part, we talked about burnout, vicarious trauma, compassion, fatigue, projection, that sort of stuff, what right. those all were. That was the kind of our definition episode. And then our last episode is how to be a Sith Lord to prevent yeah, burnout. Basically, so, it's
1: not your fault. It's your, it's the
0: jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and how to do like dark side things that, you know, they're ethical. But yeah. Again, force level. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Escalation of force. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was kind of like how to externalize these things and to not make them your fault. And then what to do at the job to just try to prevent your own burnout if you can. Yep. And then factors environmentally that you could recognize before you get into a job that might prevent burnout. And this week, we are into more of what it is that you can do for yourself. So these are more the light side. <laughs> yeah. Like traditional Finding focus. the happy coping. These are the things that they tend to shove down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <when laughs> And you're... tell
1: you that it's not their fault. This is what you need to do.
0: Yeah. These are the ones that they present at burnout seminars. Although we are going to try to make them more useful to you sure. in the context of, okay, this is what you can actually do. This is what's actually realistic to yeah. prevent or to... I think it's better to say, like, scale back on burnout. Cause once you're dump a little water on the the flame, put some aloe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is aloe. It might not totally and completely eliminate it, but it could help, sort of thing. Yeah. Help you kind of cope through the process. It's a self care stuff. Yes. So we did talk about some journaling strategies last time. And we talked about some prompts like, how am I doing? What are my emotions? What am I doing? What have I done to address the vicarious trauma or burnout? What's the hardest part of the job, etc.? And now this week, we're going to move into emotion-focused self-care behaviors. So what do you got first? So we
1: want to make sure that our life outside of work is bigger than our work life. We want to try to put more emphasis on The things that are making us happy instead of, you know, part of the burnout as we spend so much time and energy with our work. We want to put more energy into ourselves and into the the life outside of work and balance those scales a little bit more. So developing that piece of identity and engaging in some like self-soothing activities.
0: Yes. I would say that a lot of people define themselves by what they do for a living. Yes. And I would really encourage you to have other identities. Correct. Right? So my identities include I am a significant other. I am a friend. I am also a psychologist, but I'm also somebody who likes to paint. I'm somebody who likes to podcast. I, I have other identities. I yeah. have other things about me that make me who I am. And that requires me to do behaviors, lots of different behaviors outside of work. that To embody
1: that identity. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Embody. Ooh good word, embody. (laughs) Yes, yes. And so I imagine it like if I have a square and then I have a tinier square inside that square, that tiny square is work and that bigger square that encircles it is everything I am. Mm -hmm. And that tiny square is just a piece. And if I can make that larger square bigger and bigger and bigger by putting other stuff in it, then it makes the ty- the other square, the inside square, smaller, smaller. by default. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like diluting work with all these other things that I have going on. So it doesn't occupy as big of a space in my mind.
1: Yeah. So. I think, I mean, even if you aren't necessarily burnt out, you should probably still do this. I don't know how yes. many times I've worked with people. like They end up having identity crisis when they retire. Yes. Because that was their whole identity. That was their whole life. They don't know how to flow without that. And once that that piece is removed, they're like, who am I? Like, they just – they fall apart. So develop those other pieces just – even if you're not burnt out right now, like, just develop them. Expand yourself and try to get a little more work-life balance and, like Sonny said, some – different identities
0: i think that happens with parenthood a lot too
1: yeah it does yeah yeah if you kind of just become you forget who you are and you just Mm -hmm. become like the mom or the dad Mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing is you're this caregiver Mm -hmm. but you're so much more than that
0: you've got a lot of pieces to you
1: yeah and you have to carve out some time for that i know it's hard yeah but
0: it really rocks people's world though when you've got all of your eggs in one basket and that basket i don't know gets a tnt blast to Mm -hmm. it and then you it's like your SOL at that point. Right. So you want to kind of spread your eggs out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Don't put all the eggs in the one yeah. basket. It's always going to be bad. That one basket is going to get hit yeah.
0: someday and it you're will. going to break half those fucking eggs. Yeah. It's just really important to diversify your assets. <laughs> <laughs> diversify your assets. So that's one way to prevent burnout is to make your identity big and not just work. And you reference some self-soothing activities, I think, too.
1: Yeah. So... Do some yoga. Do some of those relaxation exercises that we've talked about in other episodes. Try to engage in some mindfulness or visualization or do some meditation. Yes. Get get that body, relax, and enjoy
0: yourself. Exercise, right? Go yeah. for a walk. Go Exercise for a run. I mean. Get outside. Yeah. These are the basics. These are the basics of just mood management. And we realize that these are, we don't want to just say these as lip service. I mean, yeah. pick one of these in really physical Uh, stay in your physical body for these. To attend to your physical body really does help with burnout. It just helps with mental health in general. Right.
1: From episode one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we know, I mean, as we discussed in last episode, a lot of times it is the workplace's fault. But I talk a lot about what's fair versus what's functional. It might not be fair. The workplace might be a shitty environment. It might not be interacting the way it should be. And you might have plans to actually eventually leave it. But you just can't leave right away. Mm -hmm. So, okay, try these physical things in the meantime then.
1: Yeah. And develop maybe a ritual for leaving work. I think this can be a really huge way to detach. I think often we do bring home those stressors. And we then aren't actually present in our life outside of work. We are actually present with our loved ones because we're still ruminating on some bullshit
0: that yeah, happened, yeah,
1: so try to do some kind of like you know, maybe on your drive home, like listen to some relaxing music kind of, and like do like a drive meditation, I mean, mm-hmm. you, obviously you, you don't close your eyes on those kind. But engage in some thought pattern, you know, detachment stuff, mm-hmm. or do some breathing, just some kind of ritual. Come home and take a shower.
0: Yeah, I used to listen to death metal and scream it.
1: Hey, hell yeah, 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 I did that one. sometimes with the prison.
0: Yeah, like you just <laughs> you just get in the car, you blast some death metal for like three or four minutes, you just wow 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 wow, and scream it out. You're like okay, that's. That was nice, and that's your I've left work ritual. I know somebody who, like, takes their badge off and flings it into the backseat of the car every time. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, like, a little ritual they have. I know people who mime wiping something off of them. Yes, I've done that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know people who have – they always call somebody when they leave and, like, talk to somebody about their day or whatever. Sure. Yeah, just to kind of get get the word vomit out. Mm -hmm. Sure. These are all rituals that you can use to kind of transition We also really do recommend, if you can, any kind of getaway or vacation, even if it's small. Yeah. Even if it's just like anything, a 20-minute away hike. Yep. Whatever you can do to like physically remove yourself, put actual physical distance between your workplace and you. If you work from home, cool, get out of the house. Yeah. That's fine. Just try to remove yourself as much as you can to literally just give yourself that space. Yeah. The other thing is carving out time for friends and family. Spending actual quality time with them, mm-hmm. where you're not talking about work, where you're not bitching about work, right? You're not sitting on your phone playing mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. You're actually engaged. Yeah, and <laughs> and maybe really creating a time limit for shop talk at home. Like, right? This is we've got twenty minutes to bitch about work, and now it's done. After yep. that, we think about other things. We, yeah. directly choose to think about things we're grateful for or things that are going well or things we're looking forward to or planning and be kind to yourself during this too
1: if this is kind of a new thing for you i know yeah, it's hard it is hard cuz you'll you'll be like okay i'm detached now and then 2 minutes later you're like bah, 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 bah. yeah <laughs> like just catch yeah. yourself and then redirect again you know yeah. it's okay to fail a little bit on this process of of learning how to leave work at work it is hard if you tend to carry it home and when you are burned out you tend to carry it home yeah
0: yeah i do a lot of thought stopping at home if i have yeah. something that comes up i'm just like I'm not doing that right now. I even say it out loud to myself, like irritably. I'm not thinking about that right now. Yes. <laughs> and then I keep going. I just, it's not something that I want in my personal life. And I find it kind of, it brings the energy down when I let it into my house. And so mm-hmm. yeah, I just, thought stopping helps. We've yeah. also got hobbies. That's, and that's one way I thought stop is to do hobbies. That's what I was
1: gonna say. Normally I redirect myself. I say, mm-hmm. nope, not doing that now. I'm gonna Go dive into this other thing. I'm baking. I'm yep. going to a candy store. Yeah. Um, whatever. I'm coloring. I'm, I'm yep. going to just dance it out. Yep. doing a different <laughs> thing. Yes, exactly. Bring some signs of like beauty and positivity maybe even into your work area. Like bring mm-hmm. some green space or some photos. Some things that like while you're at work – you can kind of mentally get away a little bit. Yeah. Like I almost always have some kind of rural image as my mm-hmm. background. So yeah. I can just kind of imagine myself there, yeah. <laughs> you know, between Absolutely. people. I'm like, oh, I'm on this beautiful pasture. Look at that sunset. Wow. <laughs> you yeah. know,
0: I set pictures of places I've been, trips I've been on. Yeah. Getting, like, that behind triggers my triggers those beautiful <laughs> memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's almost like a, a buffer. It's like a little Patronus that, reminds me of all the, the beauty that's out there in the world. So mm-hmm. even if there is some suffering in the moment I'm in right now, it it triggers me to think of happy memories. Also, I mean, the plants is a big one, like you said. And yeah. art, like yes. art that you've done or art that other people makes you feel inspired.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many inspirational quotes randomly plastered around. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's I good. mean that might just be a therapist thing. I don't know. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. I don't I don't know we also talk a lot about doing something creative so make something make make poetry garden paint write but create something for yourself that is just for you that yeah is, it's not a gift for anybody else yep it's not for money it's not no nope. for a hustle it's not it's just for you
1: yeah it's just yeah. for enjoyment yeah. and it's, it's about enjoying the process too it's not necessarily like don't Sometimes when we're making creative things, we're like, oh, my God, this is so ugly. It turned out terrible. Well, it was more just about doing it. it yeah. Was more about engaging in the activity. Like, Yeah. It's, it's ob-
0: about the process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let yourself try to just literally enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. And maybe go to therapy. Yeah. Right? Try I mean, therapy. Yeah. Therapists have therapists. Absolutely. There are specific therapists who specialize in treating therapists Mm -hmm. because they have to see through our bullshit yeah (laughs) (laughs) they have to know the game we play
0: (laughs) yeah 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 it's an extra level those therapists also tend to treat like police officers firefighters and you know pilots and just people who are used to never talking about their feelings ever which i find really funny that that's also who specializes in therapists right just ironic
1: (laughs) yeah but do it i mean sometimes we have to
0: Take our own advice. Mm-hmm. I also would say limit engagement with negative, draining personalities outside of work.
1: Mm, be really big.
0: careful who you let into your yeah. social network, and especially if you if you have coworkers who are also friends, be be careful of who those coworkers are because I mean some of them can get really pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. So that would be something. And just again, like if you don't have the time or space for somebody who is draining, maybe do not offer them that yeah. time.
1: Do, do what you need to do to, to give yourself that space. If you walk away from that situation feeling more burnt out and like drained and exhausted, like that that wasn't productive. Yep. And take note of that and set firmer boundaries. Right.
0: Boundaries are going to be key to reducing your burnout. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And dudes, turn off the news and social media. Get out of
0: there. Stop Seriously. Stop Really stop doing that. Seriously. It's not good.
1: Talk about toxic.
0: Yeah. It's not good. There, we don't we don't know how to tell you this. I
1: understand wanting to know what's happening. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yep. But people get so drawn in and they just can't let it go, and then they end up letting it ruin their freaking day. And it's like, this is so out far outside your control. And all they're telling you is this portion that they want you to be like, that's clickbait. They want you to fucking be upset, so then they can get you drawn in. Like, stop it.
0: Yeah, you're you're more burnout now than when you started. It is like burning already burnt bacon like please please it's not helping you it's not it did nothing for you you didn't change your behaviors at all except for for the worst yeah it didn't change your action plan for your life except for for the worst yeah so maybe not and made you maybe more angry at other random strangers yeah i mean yeah. like yeah, yeah. this well, is no, no point there is no point to this thing please end it stop please for the love of god <laughs> end it and then also just Start to consider
1: more of the self-care behaviors in your cognitive domain. So again, try to validate yourself and normalize those reactions. Like when you are upset at work, validate why you're upset. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we beat ourselves up like, well, other people have it worse. Sure. But again, you can have two things at once, right? Yes. Some people maybe do have it worse. That doesn't mean that this doesn't suck. Yes. Validate that.
0: Absolutely. And along those same lines, set some realistic goals. like, yeah. with work, a lot of times we get burnout out when we're doing way too much. Yeah. And, I mean, I can think about, you know, my caseload. I think it was something, oh, one of my bosses was telling me that a caseload, a, a clinician tends to burn out if their caseload is at, like, more than 115% of what they should be seeing. And I remember this last year, I was at, like, 130, and I was like, oh, <laughs> so it's like set realistic expectations. Yeah. Really turn back the amount that you're doing and even if it results in some maybe less positive reviews or feedback, you know what you are capable of and right. maybe dial it back to a B b plus effort level right so that you can take care of yourself
1: and again i mean can validate that you're burnt out maybe Mm -hmm. maybe you can take on a few more people and and succeed in different ways after the fact but right now you need to take care of you and that means you need to dial it back
0: yeah and remind yourself that there are some things you just can't fix right that's okay you this is fine there are you are not superman superwoman no nope. you cannot fix every single person every single nope. issue some things are unfixable and sometimes there are no good solutions yeah sometimes at work you have a problem and you have six shitty solutions and yeah. you're literally just picking the least shitty solution yeah but you're holding yourself to the standard as if you should have been able to find something good yeah. when the situation was screwed up in the first place so remember that sometimes yeah. there's not a good outcome and give yourself the freedom to just pick the less bad one and moving on.
1: Yeah, and again, it's not necessarily your fault. I'm reflecting on just the, the COVID stuff that we talked about. How yeah, you want to do more and like give more, but you can't. Yeah, there's and just there's nothing. No, and you have to find some level of acceptance with that. You know, go go with the flow, and really do try to actively change those negative thinking patterns, like by seeking some alternate advice, by kind of just using some of those challenging methods that we've talked about in like our thinking episodes. Really try to catch yourself when you're getting down on yourself, when you're getting down on your work, when you're getting down. I mean, again, validate some stuff about the work, right? But Um,
0: don't let yourself just get stuck in that negative thinking pattern. Yeah. And I also like to use humor personally. I'm a big fan of trying to make as many jokes as possible as I can in a workplace or a day looking up things that are funny, trying to see the bright (laughs) side of things. Yes. That works a lot. Meme it up. Meme it up. I'm (laughs) memeing. I'm all the time. Every day I'm memeing. (laughs) And then using your spirituality, whatever that is for you, whatever meaning system you have, whatever higher power you have, whether it's nature, the stars, God, doesn't matter. Aliens. Sure. I want to believe. Um, Yes. Whatever. (laughs) Use your spirituality. Bring in your higher power, your higher source of energy, and try to uh, use that.
1: Yeah, Ask. use that to help to get through. I mean, yeah. I have definitely done some praying on some tough <laughs> days. <laughs> it's like, Lord, uh, help me through this. <laughs> uh, Jesus,
0: take the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Lean on it. it. It can be helpful. And then, you know, finally, again, we want to practice self-care behaviors at, at work. work when we yeah. can.
0: Yeah, so here are some ideas. Make sure you're taking breaks every hour, even if it's <laughs> briefly. <laughs>
1: that one's just not even real. I don't Mine know. Mine is peeing. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know if I could do it every hour, but taking breaks
0: in general. Mm-hmm. You need to try to take breaks in general. It, it may not be allegedly it's supposed to be good every hour. That's what we're supposed to get to do. See what you can do. Yeah. Do your best. Yeah. <laughs> do your best. Do your best when you can. Mm-hmm. Exit the building when you're on breaks, if at all possible. It gives you a little cognitive mental shift. Yeah. it's a, Again, that physical detachment helps. Mm-hmm. And change the channel on breaks. Don't just talk about work
1: on your breaks. Think about something else. Yeah. Yeah, try to do something else. Think about the the thing that you want to do outside of the work. Maybe think about the hobbies or some of the other things that you want to engage in. What else? Do some peer consultations. Yeah. Try to hang out and talk through some of the, the struggles a little bit. But again, don't get... S- c- Seek up out in the, the to- positive. Yes, yeah seek out the positive don't get caught up in the toxicity consult a little but also
0: makes make it fun yeah we've called these battle buddies in different places find your battle buddy make sure they're okay they make sure you're okay yeah we also want to make space in a workplace for sharing stories of success and gratitude
1: yeah even
0: if it sucks even if it sucks I mean I had a lot of bad things <laughs> happen at work yesterday but I did have one person who said you know you changed my life. I don't know if I'd be here without you. Mm. And I, I believed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, with this person in particular, I do believe that could have been true. And I had to just think like, this is the one thing. I'm yep. going to hold on to I'm this I'm going to hold thing. on to this and focus mm-hmm. on to this. Yeah. So focus on the positive and balance the negative and positive disclosures. Set space for each, not just right. one heavily over the other.
1: You can do some mindfulness practices while you're at work. You could do it alone. You could do it in a group, but- do a little bit of those mindfulness relaxation exercises. It can help. I mean, I, I actually do think if I take the time to do a little meditation before I start the day, like with my therapy, I, I feel like I'm a little bit oh, better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's only like a tiny,
0: like five minute. Absolutely. I mean. When I used to exercise sometimes before work, I was like a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I mean, it really helps. I think also to just keep in mind, don't engage in emotional contagion. So when you've got a lot of really anxious or angry coworkers, remember that the emotions of others do have a way of contaminating and affecting your own emotional space. Yeah. So just have informed consent before you go into the really angry coworkers office. Right. Or the really depressed coworkers office, the person who is always doom and gloom. Yeah. And realize like that's kind of their own thing. They got their own thing going on. And, and you don't have
1: to be that way. Nope. And if they're trying separate. to come at you in your office, like, set some boundaries. Be like, hey, I'm too busy. I can't talk right now. Like, I'm not, I am I can't engage in this right now.
0: Yeah. So what do we personally do as therapists? You can talk about whatever you do, Michaela. I can talk about whatever I do. But what? Do, maybe what do you do for burnout? I do take a lot of walks,
1: mostly mm-hmm. because my dog demands it. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. But they are good. I do limit what I talk about with work at home. Yeah. I try to engage in those hobbies. Yeah. uh, Dancing it out. I do socialize with people who are not at my workplace who I know from other things. So we can just talk
0: about other things. Yes. That's a good one. You see family a fair amount. Oh, yeah. It seems like too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's a good one. And- Maybe even just sitting alone in silence.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, trying to take alone time is actually a really big one for me as well. It, yeah. Hard sometimes, but if I can, again, have just a couple hours of just me, yep. <laughs> that helps. What are some things that you do?
0: Uh, I'm big on exercise. That's a big one. And walking is another big one with me. I hang out with my pets a lot. I try, yep. I try to kind of hang out with friends. I'm really social for the most part, and I travel a lot. I try to get the hell out of Dodge and just get perspective like see as many new yeah. things as I can or lo- learn a new hobby. I just try to really build my identity really much bigger so that the foundation is stronger mm-hmm. and that if I you know were to get fired tomorrow it wouldn't be like I lost everything about myself. And I'm very 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 boundary oriented. Like I I never overbook lunch. I never set meetings over thing. Like I just will not. I I flatly refuse. And I don't make any exceptions to the rule. Yeah. I don't make exceptions to the boundary rule in my personal life either. Like if somebody is being overly negative with me or somebody has got a lot of distortions in their own life or they're taking up a lot of time and kind of trauma dumping on me, Mm -hmm. I I just simply will not do it. And it's not because I am mean. It's because I can't. I just cannot do that and also do this sort of job at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Man, I
1: I would love to travel more. I think that that's actually a huge thing. I mean, talk about, you know, getting away and making space. That really can give some huge perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then on the darker side of things, you know, that Sunny's list of shit that I do, which is like I save up money in case I ever need to tell anybody to piss off. I say no to a lot. I'm not afraid to leave jobs. I, I think it's like... Know your worth. Yeah. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Just yes. Know what you're – I'm not going to escalate with you. I'm not even going to play the game more than once or twice. Like, yep. I'm just not going to engage in a pattern of negativity or um, problematic interactions at work. I'm going to say it once. And that's it. <laughs>
1: yeah, and if, if I say it once, and they poo poo me, and they don't acknowledge it, as right. the world starts to set on fire after I warn them, the world w- world was yep. on fire. Yeah, then I sit there and eat my popcorn and hide
0: in the corner and try not to get burned. Yep, yep. You're you like, know, okay. Well, that's your
1: problem now. Yeah. Sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think. It's a combination of the lighter side and darker side traits that yeah. I
1: use. You, I mean, you really do need to in these kind of situations because otherwise, like we said, the light side, we need to engage it for our own positivity and well-being.
0: But if we don't do a little bit of the dark side, they're still going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll snatch you. <ya. laughs> that is – it's true. They will. They'll snatch you right up. And so that's kind of what we do. And you can kind of take whatever – amalgam that what resonates with you yeah with between these three episodes i think you've got a lot of different tools and options to try out so and i think some workplaces honestly i've had to go full dark side before and that's okay and some workplaces are easier to do just more the personal care management Mm -hmm. and it's up to you to determine what the context is yeah for yourself context matters a lot so for us it doesn't have to be related of course but what are we going to try for the outside of pod experiment
1: I want to keep up with the gratitude thing honestly. I want That's a good idea. because this week was unfairly easy for me to be grateful. I know next week is going to be a lot harder with how many things that are going on. Mm-hmm. So, I want to try to keep up with just being grateful and I maybe won't hold myself to the 3 things, but if I could, 3 things at yeah. least. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I'm going to actually steal that and do the same thing. I found myself trying to recognize things that were much more positive this week and that it was helping a lot. Mm -hmm. Just having you had said it at last podcast session, I thought, I should probably do that too and started to do a little bit of it, not a lot. And I noticed it was really beneficial. So I think I'm going to get on the same train. I dig that. Cool, cool. Yeah. So do you get a joke for me this week? I do. Okay. Okay. I don't don't have one, so you're going to have to wow me.
1: (laughs) Okay. I hope I wow you guys. (laughs) If you have children, don't let them listen. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's a little dirty. Okay, it's daddy. <laughs> Why were the balls stressed out standing in line? Oh. They didn't have a sack to keep them contained. The guy in front of them was a huge dick, and the guy behind them kept spouting off and being a loud asshole. <laughs>
0: I like that a lot. <laughs> I tried to really come up with something creative. That was, you were close. You were close. That's,
1: that's awesome. Thank you for this gift. You know, stress, burnout.
0: Yeah, you you're were. Yeah, you were. Right. Right. The balls were stressed out. we right. stressed. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you for the fan mail for those of us. Hopefully, you were listening and got to hear your shout outs this week. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks yeah, so thanks, much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.